Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Super Saturday kicked off with the Canberra Raiders hosting the New Zealand Warriors. Crack of a game this. Uh, the Canberra Raiders obviously went out to a really early lead. Uh, had a number of injuries and there was a couple of moments there where I just thought the New Zealand Warriors, they're imploding here. Uh, they, I think it was 18-4. They kicked it out on the full. The Canberra Raiders marched down, scored again. And I, I posted on my Instagram, bad day to be Nathan Brown. Uh, in the caption I wrote, um, fatigue could get them back into it. And I sort of put it as an off-the-cuff comment. I did not expect the New Zealand Warriors to come back this far. And what a game it was. And Roger Tilvasashek, unbelievable. Uh, I had at the start of the year, I put up my best defensive fullback in our game. I said Roger Tilvasashek, and I copped an absolute heap for it. Um, I think you saw in that game, that last play, Roger, he is just effort built on effort. He's got all the skill in the world, but it's the extras he puts into his game and a huge play to win that game for the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Jordan Rapana, and this is something I've never really understood. Um, You know, we saw Jordan Rapana do so well on the right-hand side uh, on that wing for a number of years. They've now moved into the left, and this is something that I don't understand. And, um, you can tell me a hindsight off the back of this try, but I don't understand why the Canberra Raiders are playing a winger on the left-hand side with a right-hand carry. It's ridiculous. Like, these games, I'm sorry, have we not realized they're, they're decided by centimeters? And if Jordan Rapana was a left-hand carry like a left-side winger should, he gets that ball down. It's even. It's not even that play. It's also like whenever Rapana gets the ball, if he's a right-hand carry, to be able to fend, he has to fend across his body. It's just... I, I don't understand why they do this. The way, the hand that you carry the ball in is important. There's no doubt about it. If you're a if you're a left side winger, you need to be holding the ball in your left hand. You need to be comfortable to be able to finish with your left hand because it can give you a couple of extra centimeters. And like it, just an example of that game there, if Rapana had the ball in his left and he dove with his left, it would angle his body more and he would have got that ball down. I just I think it's a bit of a wild decision there. And I know it's a small thing, but Small things matter in rugby league, and that's what decided that game at the end of the day. You could see, if you watch the replay again, Rapana dives. He's holding it out with his right. He tries to get his left hand there for control, but when you're that far stretched out with one hand, with the ball in one hand, it's near impossible to get your other hand to catch up to it. So he pulls his left hand away, and 
Roger going full Superman, being the hero that he is, saved that game, won it for the New Zealand Warriors. Incredibly impressive. Uh, a bit of controversy there. There was a play that Cody Nicarima had where he threw a forward pass. They scored off at Ben Murdoch Masilla. Um, <clears throat> unfortunate, but. These things happen in rugby league. There's going to be mistakes. The Canberra Raiders made a heap of them, as did the Warriors. The refs are going to get some wrong. Uh, it was a pretty big howler, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, I'm sorry. Like The amount of teams that I'm seeing nowadays that are kicking out on the full, I I, I just I don't understand. You, you, have you seen the area they've got to kick the ball into? They've got all week to practice this. How on earth are all these kickers not practicing this at the end of their training sessions each week to get it right? It blows me away. I'm not I'm not here to hear that the Canberra Raiders were robbed or whatever. I mean, it was, was it, it is what it is. Yeah, there's going to be mistakes. It's going to happen from time to time. They get heaps more right than they get wrong. As much as you don't want to think about it that way, they do. And it's just the reality of the situation. Canberra Raiders in a very tough circumstance the other day. Obviously lost a number of players. An extremely brave performance from the Canberra Raiders. I thought guys like Ryan Sutton, he was unreal. He was incredible. Um, Josh Papali had to play huge minutes. It was fantastic. Uh, just a really gutsy performance. And considering the players they had to score 31 points and only lose it at the very back end, it was literally just numbers that beat them. Uh, very impressive by the Canberra Raiders. I know Ricky Stewart was filthy. I haven't heard the exact report, but if there's any... Swearing or anything at referees, I, I, you know, I, I don't want anything to do with it. That's just ridiculous. Pull your head in, Ricky. Sort it out. There's things that are going to go against you. It has in the past. And this is what I was talking about. You know, you look at the way that Craig Bellamy handles things compared to Ricky Stewart now, and this is what separates these two for me. I'm a big fan of Ricky Stewart, but I'm not going to be part of the boys' club and ignore that he's got these faults in what he does. He needs to control his anger. He needs to sort himself out. There's no point... You know, like, he walked into that press conference and said, oh, I can't say what I want to say because I'll get fined. It's like, fuck, you might as well say it, mate. Like, you've, you've come out and said it without saying it. You've had your temper tantrum. You might as well just spit it out. Let's be honest here. I just think it's I think it's a bit childish, to be honest with you. But that's always been my opinions, and I know people like to bag the referees, and it's really popular too, but I'm not I'm not sitting in that market. I, I, I think it's really average. I think that the Canberra Raiders, the thing that beat them at the end of the day was their injuries. That's out of everyone's control. They had opportunities to win that game. Uh, they controlled the back end of the game as well as they could, but still made a number of mistakes. So a fantastic win for the New Zealand Warriors. I'll tell you what I did love, and I shared it on my Instagram story today. Um, and, you know, you might call it cocky. You might not like it. And, and that's fine. I can understand that argument. But I love uh, the content the New Zealand Warriors put out the other day. We obviously spoke to Bocco this morning on the podcast talking about the Parramatta Eels content. And I love what the New Zealand Warriors did here. They got uh, Adam Fanua, Blake, and Jazz to stand there talking. And it sort of had a Tom Brady sort of Gronk sort of vibe after all those games where they have about eight seconds of audio where they're giggling and laughing, and then it has a quick highlight, then it has the score. I love that sort of stuff. I love seeing that. Very Americanized, but it's it's entertaining content, no doubt about it. So good to see that from the Warriors. Good to see them get a win. Extremely unlucky from the Canberra Raiders, but... I say, I think the Canberra Raiders will probably take more from that game than what the Warriors will. The Warriors take home the two points 100%. I don't think this is two points that the Ra- that is going to cost the Raiders in the back end. I still think they'll definitely be a top four side, but I think the Raiders, they have a lot to take out of this game. thought Hodgson doing what we said Hodgson was going to do on the line, very dangerous. Uh, once he gets his full forward pack back, they're going to be lethal. Uh, Joey Tappanay, I haven't heard the result of his injury, but that's going to be a massive loss for the Raiders if he's out for a while. Uh, you'll probably see Corey Horsburgh potentially come back into this side. Uh, you might see Ryan James start. Fingers crossed for super coaches he does, uh, but he's going to be a massive loss. Hopefully Hudson Young's just a short-term injury. Hopefully he's back very soon, but a lot for the Canberra Raiders to be proud of out of that game, and Warriors, it's two points. Uh, they shouldn't have 
they, they shouldn't have conceded the points they did, though. The Warriors, it'll, it'll, it would have been two very weird dressing rooms here. The Warriors, they would have been happy they came back and won it. But Nathan Brown would be filthy with their first half. Absolutely filthy. Um, if it wasn't for the injuries to the Raiders, I'm sorry the Warriors do not return in that game. So, mixed bag there. Uh, the second game, we saw the Canterbury Bulldogs and the Brisbane Broncos, the Desperation Cup, as I was calling it. I tipped the Bulldogs, and I've probably got to jump off this train. They are... They're looking so far from where I thought they would be. I talked up Trent Barrett all offseason. I think that eventually it could click, but for now, this will be the last time I tip Canterbury for a few weeks, I think. Uh, the Bridgman Broncos, a, a bit of a weird game. I mean, it was 2-0 until like the 60th minute or something like that. Um, I don't have the exact times next to me, but I, I think Isako scored in about the 60th minute with a fantastic try. Just an unbelievable little bit of footy. He had a great game, Isako. He was probably my best on ground. Um, but, yeah, this game, bit of a weird one. Not many tries scored at all in the last 20 minutes, essentially. Uh, Canterbury, they just look so clunky to me. Avarillo still looks very lost. Kyle Flanagan, I don't know what was doing there. Some of the passes he was throwing was all over the place. Um, two teams that I think they were pretty lucky they were playing each other. Canterbury especially, I think they were very lucky they were playing the Broncos. If they were playing one of the top four sides, I think you could have seen a 60-point scoreboard, to be honest with you, maybe even more. Um, they were in all sorts. And a bit of a scrappy game. Uh, I guess what we expected from this game, two teams that haven't won a game yet. I think Canterbury, I think they've got a tough matchup this week off the top of my head. I'll just have to, I'll just get the draw up for next week. But Canterbury now, you know, I mean, I, I said for a long time that they've got um, they've got an opportunity here to play in some dry footy and get some of their combos up to scratch. And I'm sorry, I, th- I think they went backwards. I think they were better in the rain. So egg all over my face there. Uh, really interesting for these two sides. Canterbury, good Friday this week. They take on South Sydney. That's going to be an extremely tough knock for them, uh, especially on Sunday Arvo. I assume it's going to be dry. So Rabbitohs, they'll be in full swing there. Uh, for the Mel- for the Broncos, it doesn't get any easier for the Brisbane Broncos. Thank God they won this week because uh, it'll be tr- all all all. You know, could be anything this week. Taking on the Melbourne Storm, uh, both games I think they'll lose. I think the Canterbury Bulldogs. I think they'll start with an zero and four record to kick off season twenty twenty one, which is proper danger signs for them. And I mean, yeah, they're going to get Luke Thompson back, but I don't think one really good forward is going to turn this around. I think it's their combos um, through the halves and with the hooker, and it's just looking like chaos at the moment. So. Very nervous times at Canterbury. Brisbane, good to get a win on the board. I think they'll have a little reality check this week. Um, you never want to play the Melbourne Storm off two losses in a row. You don't, you don't want to play the Melbourne Storm in general. You don't want to play them off one loss after two losses. That is catastrophic in Melbourne. This team, they will be hyped up. They will be ready to go. It's going to be a tough night for Brisbane there. Uh, but yeah, this one, just a scrappy game. Not really much to go into here, to be honest with you. I think you saw on the back end the the sort of footy that the Brisbane Broncos are able to play. Um, but yeah, I think there's a reality check coming for them this sun, uh, this weekend against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, the final game was, of course, the Parramatta Eels, the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, this game sort of unfolded as we expected. Parramatta um, just, a, just a solid performance. I think they lost Mitch Moses during this game. This is a game that I didn't get to watch overly closely, to be honest with you. I uh, just saw bits and pieces. Uh, they obviously lost Mitch Moses during it, as I said, um, I thought Dylan Brown, he was really composed. He was really good, especially without 
uh, Mitch Moses, I, I think he went out in about the 30th minute or so. But same old story with this Parramatta Eels side. Their forward pack was unreal. Uh, Junior Paulo was great. Regan Campbell-Gillard was fantastic. Scored a brilliant try. Isaiah Papali'i, a guy we've spoken about a lot on this podcast. He was sensational on the edge. Sean Lane, another can, another good performance. Um, I think Sean Lane would be looking over his shoulder watching Isaiah Papali'i. Uh, he could be taking his spot any week once Ryan Madison returns. Nathan Brown, very solid performance once again. 65 minutes in the middle. Just an absolute workhorse. Um, I thought when Will Smith came on, he looked great. He's a kid that I've always really liked, Will Smith. Um, he's always had so much ability. Uh, we've just He's just never been able to hold down a first-grade spot. Um, the other guy I thought was fantastic, obviously Clint Gutherson is always so involved, just absolutely everywhere. Gutho, he was great. But once again, Nia Corey. Um, Wonga Blake, I, I, you know, I, I think he should be very nervous about getting his spot back here. I said last week, look, Nia Corey was good, but it was in the pouring rain. The game was slowed down to suit him, of course. Uh, what he did the other night against the Sharks was unreal. Very impressive from Nia Corey. I, I think Wonga Blake would genuinely be a little bit nervous about getting his jersey back. Uh, for the Sharks, as I said, I didn't get to watch this game overly closely. They scored one try um, to Katoa. He went off injured. Will Kennedy went off. Uh, they lost Wade Graham. They like they lost a heap of guys in this game. They lost Britton Akora, so there's two starting uh, edge back rowers. So, I mean, I, I don't know how much you read into this. I mean, you have a look at their bench. Uh, there was no one on their bench that played less than 42 minutes, so that's saying something. Three guys played more than 57 minutes, so... That's unheard of in rugby league. A lot of injuries in this game. So I wouldn't read too much into it. Obviously come up against quality opposition as well in the Parramatta Eels. So a pretty tough knock for the Cronulla Sharks. I'm not sure where all these injuries are at. Um, I have to have a look at the NRL physio to keep an eye on that. But just so you can get an idea, I mean, Hamlin ULA, Aaron Woods and Toby Rudolph, they all had to play an 80-minute game. So... There might be a little bit of a hangover over the next two weeks from this game. I don't know who the Sharks play next week off the top of my head, but I'd probably be hesitant. They're taking on the Cowboys. I'd probably be hesitant to tip the Sharks, to be honest with you. A lot of these big boys, they're going to be absolutely gassed from this game against Parramatta. 80 minutes in the middle against a fast, strong forward pack like the Parramatta Eels. I think that's going to be tough. There's going to be a hangover for these Cron- this Cronulla Sharks side. Um, yeah, I don't think you can read too much into this game with the Cronulla Sharks, but next week I think there will be a hangover. So just be aware of that when you are tipping. I'll be going against the Sharks, essentially whoever they play. I think I think it's a really tough gig. One guy I was impressed with was Connor Tracy. Uh, this is a guy that's bounced around a lot of clubs. He's had a lot of injuries over the last few years. I've always been a big fan of him. Uh, 18 runs, 157 metres, 64 post contact, one line break, one line break assist. Uh, very impressive game from Connor Tracy when you consider the size of the guy and that he's normally a seven or a six or potentially a nine. Uh, he's had a couple of ACLs from memory. So for him to come back and play in the centers against a quality side like Parramatta and have a game like that, very impressive for Connor Tracy. I hope he can stay fit um, for a long time now. And fingers crossed we can see the very best footy out of him. But Parramatta, pretty convincing win. But at the end of the day, the Cronulla Sharks, they had no players. They probably did well to keep the score down to 28. A lot of guys playing huge minutes there that they're really not used to. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 